Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I have not done a podcast in a month-ish, a little bit more, actually. The last time I posted, I just looked. It was June 5th, and it is now July 16th. It's going to be 17th when this gets posted. Um, I kind of want to stick to Mondays. I kind of like, I like that. It just works for me, and yeah, I didn't, I also, like, people probably forgot about this, um, my mom, even, like, when I asked her if I could record in her studio, she was like, you're still doing that? I was like, oh, God, people definitely, people definitely forgot about me, you know? It's okay, though. We'll, we'll run it back, we'll do some marketing, hopefully, maybe, um, yeah, so on today's podcast, I kind of wanted to do a little life update and kind of just make it kind of a short one, but a good one, you know, and I kind of wanted to do a life update, and because I'm such a thinker, and I like to take things that come at me and think about them and reflect on them, I feel like the basis of this podcast is kind of going to end up being lessons I've learned recently. I think that might be what I named this one because, I don't know, I haven't podcasted in a month and there's tons of stuff to update you guys on and as you guys know, all I do is think and I love to reflect on things that come at me because when shitty things happen or good things happen, but more specifically the shitty things that happen in life, you know, in particular, the only way that me personally, I stay in good spirits when all that stuff is happening is just taking it as a learning lesson. Just, you know, let's say, you know, someone at work, like a a lady is mean to me, right? You know, the only way that I have learned to not get so upset about that is just take it and think about it later and think about how I can stay composed in situations like those, you know? So, yeah. I would say that this is going to be a life update, but also what I've learned from what life has thrown at me recently, because that's how I like to come at life, you know, and it has helped me so much just kind of on the topic of composure. I used to get so irritated at things and things used to set me off so quickly. And I feel like changing my perspective and just being like, okay, that happened to me for a reason. I needed this lesson. And I don't know, just taking life as it comes instead of fighting, fighting what happens has just been so freeing, to be honest. And obviously, I'm still me. And, you know, I, I'm i me. And I, you know, can get overwhelmed easily just like anyone else. And I have my things that I can work on. But... I think that something that I have done more recently, I've always been interested and invested in self-care and, you know, my health and taking care of my mind and my body and all that stuff. And, you know, I've been journaling and kind of on the path of self-care for a long time, I would say, or I thought I was. But I feel like a lot of the time it's just very forced. It's like, oh, I I have to journal. I have to do this. I have to do that. But now, again, it's just kind of recently, it's just been taking life as it comes, which I feel like is 
has been helping me a lot, especially someone who's very high strung. And, you know, I used to place a lot of, there used to be kind of a sense of guilt when I, let's say, wasn't journaling and stuff. But now, you know, I come to the end of my day and I'm like, yeah, so what happened? You know, like, let's think about that. I write where I write it down in my notes app, you know, and I'll just be like, hmm, this thought just passed my brain about today. You know, it just doesn't, it, it's my, my self-care and what I need doesn't need to look a certain way, you know? And yeah, it's really awesome to be consistent with journaling and doing all these things. And if that works for you, that's awesome. But I'm a scatterbrain and like, that's me. And I need to do a little bit more of embracing that, you know, I've been fighting, I've been fighting my brain for so long. And I think what's cool about me is that, um, I'm all over the place. And I think it's cool because God, I'm, you know, in the middle of 50 hobbies at all times and I'm in the middle of 60 different self-care practices and I'm pursuing a million different ways of movement for my body and I don't know I've always tried to fit myself in one box you know I lift I run I do yoga I you know no I'm not a, I'm not a bodybuilder I'm not a, I don't I don't I'm done putting labels on myself and stuff so yeah I've just been I feel like that's like maybe my first life update I've kind of just been taking life as it comes and I think that's really fucking cool you know um wow that was a really long tangent but I think it's it's important to share that because yeah I don't really know where that started um I want to say yeah no no clue but other than that um I'm at my mom's studio right now which is super cool super super cool I have been recording my podcast in the car because if you know me you know that I basically live in my car I really do I it's just easy when you have divorced parents you know instead of let's say having a well actually that's a really bad example (laughs) instead of this is a good one instead of having a yoga mat at one house right I'm just gonna keep a yoga mat in my car wherever I go it doesn't matter if my mom or my dad's house I don't need to stop at anyone's house I would have a yoga mat with me my golf clubs you know I'm not gonna I feel like a lot of people keep golf clubs in the car but same same thing you know what I mean I'm not gonna keep my golf clubs in the garage at my dad's house because shit what if my mom wants to go golfing with me and you know I don't want to stop my dad's house so I basically live out of my car I have a million books in there. My car is always has so much shit in it. And, um, yeah, so I, I keep my podcast stuff in there too. Same thing. So I guess that would be the ultimate example. I leave my podcasting stuff in there and I just kind of podcast when I feel like it. And so it just ends up sometimes like I'm sitting at the beach and I'll be like, Oh, do I have my computer? Yep. Do I have my microphone? Yep. Headphones? Yep. All right. Let's record a podcast, you know? Um, but yeah, I have, and and then like, I don't really love recording podcasts at my house. It would be the same thing when I would record them in my dorm. You know, it's always that you have to kind of keep your eye out to see if your roommate's coming back. And same thing like with your parents, you know, you know, I don't want my parents coming home and my dog starting to bark and then I'm have my whole setup going. It's, 
it's just easier to do shit in my car, have shit in my car, record podcasts in my car. So I said to myself this morning, I, in, I was like, why don't I go to my mom's studio? It's so zen in here. Um, I love it. It's gorgeous. I need to worry about anyone barging in. Like, it's just a cool place to be. So I'm doing that here. This is fun. And yeah, I love it. And I've been, I guess, on the topic of yoga and stuff. My mom's been doing Reiki recently, which is really cool. I've been, I think tomorrow she's going to do Reiki on me. Mm, that's exciting. And I did yoga the other day when, in the morning, I came back from Levitate, which I guess is like a recent update. We'll move into that. I have been working like crazy. Uh... I, I've been working like five days a week. I do two doubles at the law firm and then at the restaurant I work at. And it's been good. I'm making good money and that's all good. But I went to Levitate last weekend. Oh my God. So fucking fun. I had so much fun. I went with um, my friends Jonah and Kara and Jonah's two friends from his frat. And they were super fun, super funny. It was a great weekend. So many good bands. Um, yeah, if you don't know anything about Levitate, look it up. It's such a cool festival. I had so much fun. So many cool artists. And yeah, I just I, I love listening to live music, I've realized. Uh, this summer, I've done a lot of that. I go to... Uh, at in Woods Hole, they do like open mic nights. And my friends were like, yeah, this has been going on forever. And... They were in the car. I saw them at Chappie one day, and they were like, we're going to open mic night. You know, hop in. I was like, what is that? That sounds awesome. Okay. And we go, and it is so fun. Um, if you have the chance to go, and you live in Falmouth, go to open mic night. It's so cool. Everyone's so fun to watch. It's so fun to watch bands having fun together. I think it's that's one su- super cool thing about music, that it's just so not serious, especially in those settings, you know. You can just jam out with your friends. It's so cool. So lots of live music. Oh, and so I might go to Woods Hole and watch some live music tonight too, which is cool. But yeah, Levitate was awesome. It was such a good vibe. I saw my dad there and Danielle. And uh, let's see. Oh, and then within this entire week, today is my first day off since this whole Levitate work insane week I've had. I worked two doubles before Levitate, went to Levitate, completely destroyed my body and didn't sleep and just was insane for a weekend and then came back to doubles work and I'm finally having this Sunday, this beautiful Sunday, it's actually not beautiful out but it's it's beautiful vibes, to relax which is really cool and yeah, what else has been going on? Um, Uh, oh, I also wanted to talk about this. So a few months ago, I came on here and I did a podcast about finances and money and all that stuff. And I basically came back from school and the bank that I had was a bank that is pretty local. And I would like to, at this point, I'm 19. I'd like to have a bank account that is, I can access anywhere I go in the friggin' world, and, like, it's just easier to have 
a bigger bank. So another thing I wanted to do, I had two goals. I wanted to get a checking and savings account at two different places, but both two pretty big places. And I needed to close the checking and savings that I had here in Falmouth that I can't really access anywhere else. And on top of that, I came back from school and I was in complete crisis mode because I literally had no money and I don't know how to deal with any of it. And it's I'm explaining all of this because I did a podcast right when I came back from school and I was talking about all these stressors and how coming back was like really hard for me. And I just came back. I, I was running errands this morning and I just came back from you know, running errands and all that, and I sat down to record this podcast, and I was, I had the urge to just, like, give this reminder to someone, and I was very excited to say this on the podcast, but this is a reminder, and kind of like a story in a sense, because you guys got to see, you know, in the beginning when I came back, I was freaking out about money, And you've kind of got to, like, see this journey of mine because I made a podcast and I was just telling you guys, you know, um, I think this was in April or May when I recorded it about, like, finances. And I basically was explaining all the plans that I had. You know, I'm budgeting. I cut down my spending by God knows how, like, so much a month. And I'm doing good. You know, I got my first credit card. It's all exciting stuff. And I'm I don't know, I was really excited about starting this new journey, and then, you know, you came back, and things got crazy, and you just came back from your first year of college, you were spending egregiously, and there was was so much stuff going on, and now I've been working for a month, and I have money, and I was just, like, depositing money at my banks, right? before this that was a part of my errands and I just like I sat back and I just had this moment of gratitude now I just thought to myself oh my god you know it worked out it worked out and I was so I was so overwhelmed and I have this habit of over planning when I am in a moment of crisis and you know I sat down for like five hours one day in front of my computer trying to plan and plan like budget and and I don't I didn't have any I didn't have any money (laughs) like what was I budgeting I didn't have any money you know instead of getting out there and making it you know obviously it's more complicated than that you know jobs and work and all of that but I or or being a kid and just being like yeah I'm broke you know I sat down my, for my computer for five hours and had a mental breakdown and budgeted money I don't have you know and I just had this moment of gratitude where it's a month later and I'm like depositing money and I'm like okay like you figured it out you know you opened the banks and you tried things out and you have your first credit card and you have money saved and you're learning the importance of saving and you know I feel like when you're in moments of crisis you just lose yourself and I needed a reminder at the time that I have so many good qualities that were going to get me through that you know what I mean yeah I might not be the world's best spender but what I am is a hard worker I'm dedicated, I'm motivated, and if something goes south, and, like, things were going south, right, I 
didn't have money and I was freaking out and I've never felt this feeling before. I'm growing up. I have bills to pay now. I, you know, have things I need to take care of. And I was overwhelmed, right? But I just, instead of going back to that, I, all I had in my mind was, I'm an awful spender. I'm never going to get through this. This is going to be the rest of my life. And it's like, no, no, baby. Like, that's not going to be the rest of your life. Right now just feels overwhelming. And, like, you're forgetting how many good qualities you have to get you through this, you know? So if you are in a time of stress or anxiety or whatever, I don't know. I guess people tell you, you know, talk to yourself the way you would talk to others, and that's a great reminder too. But also, yeah, just remind yourself of how many good qualities you have that are going to get you through, you know, the que- the question marks. Because there's so many question marks in life, and my dad actually just sent me this, um, I, I want to say it's like an article or an essay And it was basically just saying, you know, we crave consistency so much and we beat ourselves down for the lack of consistency. And life isn't consistent, you know? So, I don't know. Again, going back to the beginning, just kind of taking things as they come and not, I mean, it's easier said than done. I'm going to still freak out probably about things that will be fine, but... I guess to maybe pat yourself on the back when you get through those things is just a, it's a it's a cool roundabout moment I guess you know to kind of just have that reminder and you know I as I was depositing money I was like we're good you know like I did get through it and you know yeah I might have said I'm bad with money but now I can say that I learned, you know, and I have this set up for me and it's never going to be easy, you know, things are going to be complicated and things aren't going to go the way they need to go, but that's okay. And, you know, like I am a good person, I'm a strong girl and I got through that, I can get through the next thing that comes at me, you know, and it's same to you, you know what I mean? You don't, I don't know. I just think it's so cool that we can look back on stuff like this and kind of give ourselves that reminder. And I can give, even if you haven't done that for yourself, maybe I'm encouraging you to look back at a hard thing that you're going through or went through and be like, I'm fucking awesome for that. So give yourself a pat on the back for whatever tough things have come at you recently and just remember, take them as they come. I think that's a good reminder I needed that at the time, and yeah, I'm just, I'm so happy that that's, that's my mindset now. Makes me happy. Other than that, um, I guess the next life update is, well, we got our apartment, which I think you guys know, most of you guys will probably know this. We got an apartment, me and Marley, and oh my god it is so exciting i oh my god so me and my friends went to go visit it marley's been in europe so we haven't even got to go go together but i think she's coming home tomorrow actually which is so fucking exciting i can't wait for her to come home i miss her so much um 
Oh my god, I can't even. Oh my gosh, I miss Marley. Um, and so, yeah, I went there to visit it. It's awesome. I am so excited to finish, you know, moving in and stuff. It definitely has been hard, though, not being there and trying to figure out how to furnish it and everything. Um, it's just overwhelming, you know, and it sometimes makes it hard to be as excited as we should be because it's so exciting that me and Marley have our first apartment. Uh, but I, we've talked to, I'm, I mean, I've talked about this with Marley. Like it's just, I've been having a really hard time figuring out what to do. And like, I'm just a person. I just want it done. I can't wait to have our space and it's going to be so gorgeous and pretty. And I know it will be, but you know, when I went the first time with my friends and moved a lot of my stuff in got my bed in I was just looking around and it's so hard not to get overwhelmed with all the stuff that needs to be put in and everything um but slowly we're getting pieces um thank god uh Marley's sister Zoe had a ton of stuff that we could use so that was huge so important and so thankful for that I got a coffee table yesterday, which is so exciting. It's really cool. It slides open and it has some drawers, just a lot of storage. I think that that's the name of the game that we've been talking about recently. Just storage is important. So any furniture that we get can needs to be storage optimization. So that's that. But so excited about that. That's fun. The trip there was fun. And yeah, um, let's see, I haven't, I haven't run in a week, I'm gonna go on a run after this, I think, actually, uh, and then I have to go grocery shopping, but that's not important, I am going to get back on my running grind, I kind of stopped because of levitate and work and all that stuff, but yeah, it's time to get back to the grind on running, I, before I was running around, like, 10 miles a week, and I felt really good with that, but I do want to start running. I just want to keep adding mileage before the road race. I don't know. I think it's fun. I've really been enjoying my running journey, and yeah, it's fun. It's very freeing, honestly. It's, you know, my I thought my dad was fucking crazy when he told me that he ran without headphones, but I did it one day. I was so upset about something, and I went on a run with no headphones and I kind of used it as a meditation and holy fuck. I mean, that was the best decision I've ever done in my entire life. Shit, I came back a new person and I felt cured. I felt like my head was on straight and it was so funny. I was like bawling my eyes out to my mom. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going on a run, bye. And I came back and I was was like, I feel good. I am good now. And my mom was like, oh my god, you literal crazy person, I'm like, no, I'm serious, I use it as a meditation, you know, it's, it's her jam, meditation, um, but yeah, it, running, running has been amazing, and, um, and then, last life update that I've kind of been procrastinating, but whatevs, I guess I can talk about this, I went on a date, and it was good, and he's very respectful, and very nice, and who knows, you know, it's exciting though, because 
I've never really been open to literally any boy who has ever been interested in me and when I have it has ended in disaster because boys suck teenage boys suck so bad um and yeah so I guess like I don't know recently I've kind of come to the conclusion that I am a big girl now and I can like I'm entering the time of my life where like boys are becoming men and I'm like not anti-men I'm just anti-boys like boys suck and I don't have time to be I don't have like I'm not wasting my time on immature boys and that's just like always been my prerogative and bitch I'm patting myself on the back for that one like the fuck they are fucking awful and I have never had a good experience with a teenage boy they all suck so yeah like I'm at the like I'm a big girl now like I can open I can open my eyes and I can allow myself to date like I don't need to be I need to like protect my like I'm I'm fine I'm a big girl now like I I can date you know and I honestly think that, the, like, I started thinking about this a little bit ago. And I don't know if it was just, like, an energy shift. Like, it truly, like, when when you show that you are open to it and you reciprocate that you're open to it and you kind of just say yes more. And I don't know. It just, things just started, <laughs> shit. I got asked on four dates, dude, in, in two weeks or one week, I want to say. It was fucking crazy. I only went on one because only one of the guys showed me that he was assertive and, you know, knew what he wanted and was going to pick me up at this time, take me to this place. Like, I love that. Bitch, I love that. Like, the fuck? I don't have time to be like, hey, like, I really want to take you to coffee, but like, like, no. No, like, I'm taking you to coffee, I'll pick you up this day, whatever, right? Like, that's, that's legit. And that takes balls, too. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, not all boys, you know, like, boys will do that. Boys will be stupid, but, like, a man will be like, I'm picking you up and, like, make a great first impression and be super respectful. Like, I love that. So, yeah, yeah, this is like, this is giving Lexi Hidalgo vibes when she's ta- she talked about her date boy on her podcast, and only her podcast people knew about it, um, but yeah, the date was so good, and he's just really respectful and really nice, and I don't know, I'm just not really overthinking anything, and my vibe right now is kind of just taking things as they come, right, and not overthinking anything, not you know, playing this game in my head where I'm like, you know, I don't know, like, if I see myself, like, if, you know, it's just, I realized that meeting people and going on dates and for me, what I want, I've never really had it, an outline of what I, I guess, like, my values on dating just weren't clear because I never really had to think about them because I just had exiled the thought of any man entering my space ever. Um... So now that, you know, I'm open to dating and meeting people and it's exciting and it, you know, that's what feels right to me right now. 
I have had to think about my values with dating and I've just realized a lot of my values were really outdated and kind of caused this maybe like Barry I don't even know I don't know what you would call it but I feel like I would you know meet people and immediately when you meet people and you're thinking you know of what society wants to come of you and this person like I don't know I don't want to meet people and be like oh like I don't think I'm gonna marry them so like I'm not gonna go on another date or I think I'm gonna marry them and this is gonna be a fairy tale it's like you just met this person you don't know them but it's exciting to get to know them so for me like I'm just going into things being like I like to meet people I'm social and I love making connections and what bad can come out of going on a date? It's awful? Okay. Then boo-hoo, you know? Like, I'm sure you've met plenty of awful people in your life. You deal with it just as anyone else, you know? Um, And if it goes good, then it goes good. And I like being around this person and this is fun. And that's all it comes down to. And I don't think I need to do all this thinking like oh am I am I gonna marry them like me 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 like it's just not I'm uh, like I'm 19 you know I don't need to think about that I can think about what I'm gonna get into now separately than you know kind of detaching this from the people or the person that I'm dating or going on dates with or whatever it be at the time you know not talking this second but as I'm entering the stage of my life where I'm kind of more open to dating, right, I can sit down with myself and just like I have conversations with myself and I meditate on values of mine that pertain outside relationships, right, I can have, you know, I can meditate and think on what my values are moving into the dating realm. And so I kind of like looked myself in the face and I kind of just asked myself what my values were on dating or what I thought they were. And a lot of it just came down to what society has taught me because, again, I I didn't have to or I didn't, you know, it just wasn't important to me to think about what my values were when it came to dating. And so, you know, society, even though obviously we live in a little bit more of a progressive world i guess you would say in for women you know you've always been told you date to marry and so that implicitly kind of puts this you know bad rep on anything casual and everything's just so deep especially when you're a woman like you know, everything you do is going to be scrutinized. If you don't date, then you're a fucking prude. Or, and if you do, then you are a whore. And so, like, in my life, people have their things about you, and, you know, you live in a small town, everyone thinks they know everything about you, and, like, for me, hi, this is really uncomfortable for me to fucking talk about, and but I'm gonna say it. Like, whenever I've, I had given an ounce of attention to a man, and, like, it 
got around time where you we started talking about anything physical like they have this weird obsession with purity and it's weird it's fucking weird and like that all these things combined with like you know men kind of putting purity on a pedestal and you being a young girl and you being told that and then society kind of just putting this pressure on you no matter what you do you're gonna be wrong right and then so it's just like trying to take the path of less resistance is that the like is that the phrase that's literally all it is it's a fucking game and so my entire life I've, I've never thought about what feels right to me I've just been going when it comes to dating and stuff you know when I was young and I didn't know or think about what my values were when it came to dating or what felt right to me, you know, at that time in my life. At this time in my life, you know, I had to sit back and be like, wow, you know, I'm excited to go on this date. I'm excited and and I deserve to be treated like this and I'm being treated exactly how I've always wanted to be and like I'm kind of, you know, I'm not lowering my standards at all like this is exciting but then you can't I like I'm not even gonna lie I couldn't help but feel after getting asked on dates I went on one and he was so respectful and it was not like any you know no reason for me to feel like a whore right but I can't, like, something in my brain for getting asked on dates, which is totally not something even in my control. I just got asked on them. And for going on a date, like, I felt like a slut. <laughs> like, what is that? Like, why? Why did that even cross my brain? It, it made me not excited. It literally, like, paused my excitement and, like, my giddiness and my cute little excitedness, you know? And... I had to like snap myself out of that and that's kind of what started my thought process on what the fuck are my values on dating literally what are they and who taught me them and so I've always been so calculated in my life I have planned everything and everything's just been so calculated that you know I think that when I would say my oh my standards are high it was also a mix of you know, having the, these high expectations and just a mix of like not knowing. I don't. I didn't know what I wanted, and I didn't know it felt good to me. I was just going with what I thought I needed. And so, when you're 15, 16 years old, and you're so serious, and you take everything so serious, and you're like a crazy person like me, right? <laughs> um, in my brain, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna marry you. Like, whatever, bye. And I just don't want that for myself anymore. Like, that doesn't feel right to me. And that might feel right to you, and that's awesome. If those are your values and your morals and and you want to date to marry, and I'm not saying that the way society tells you to be is, like, you should go against it just because society is telling That's not me. I'm not being a contrarian. I'm just saying, personally, that's not what feels good to me right now. Because I'm 19 and I don't need to think that hard. And I don't, I don't. And I'll, what I'm trying to do is just go into 
dating, right? And kind of being excited about it and being like, this feels good to me. I like making connections with people. I like being around this person. And that's it. That's it's that's it. It's that simple. And right now, I don't want I don't really want to think about dating to marry. I want to think about dating someone who makes me happy and um fulfills my standards and yeah like I have standards for myself and that's it that's all like to me that's all it comes down to if I'm getting treated well and I just don't think it needs to be that deep ever and I just have spent so many years of my life just making everything so much harder on myself and putting all these expectations on me and kind of hoping that society praises me for them and shit like how far does that get you you know and that's something I had to ask myself like okay so I'm gonna go on a date and I live in this small town and someone might see me out on the date and they might make some things in their head about me and that might spit into a rumor you know it might look better if I you know put this facade of being this you know intimidating girl that never lets anyone near them and just you know lives in solitude you know yeah that might look better to society people might praise that more but I'm depriving myself of connections that make me feel good and are exciting to me and I'm a freaking little girl and I'm allowed to get giddy and date and that's exciting you know and I don't know if that made sense but you know I don't give a fuck what people think about me anymore I don't and so that's exciting to me that I can just be like yeah this is exciting I like hanging out with this person and yeah that's that I don't know and yeah so that's another lesson I've learned recently like <laughs> that's a really long lesson but again I guess this is like that's the theme of the podcast like just you know, just taking life as it comes. Anyway, I'm so glad we got to catch up. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you next week. No more month-long hiatuses. All right. Bye, guys.